Hello. Yes, I realize this is my first official episode, and then I posted my trailer forever ago and never actually made an episode, but let me just tell you, I'll get to it in specifics in a minute, but I have been so extremely busy in these past few weeks, that, and I'm still so busy right now, but I pretty much want to explain to you what is going on in my life, in the world, and the whole mix of it. So, pretty much, I am currently 14 years old. Actually, I'm going to delete that. So, pretty much, my birthday is coming up in about two-ish days. Today's May 1st, and my birthday is May 4th. So, pretty much two days. And let me tell you, I am so... I don't know. I'm pretty content, actually. I'm not excited about my birthday because, you know, I've realized how much and how quickly my life has changed in a short amount of a year and a half. And it's pretty crazy. COVID has completely taken my life and flipped it upside down. And there's really nothing I can do much about it. My whole world has changed in a matter of... I don't even know how many months it's been, how many weeks it's been. It's ridiculous. Pretty much when I started, when COVID started, I was in eighth grade and I will be starting my sophomore year in about a month-ish, less than a month. And it's absolutely insane to think that my freshman year, the year that starts high school and everyone is telling you it's going to be make or break year, you know, I feel like I didn't even have it. I feel like it's just gone away and nothing has changed. Nothing has really taken place, but in the same time, everything has changed and everything has happened. Um, you know, I've learned so, so, so much about myself in these past few months. It's like a scary amount that, you know, I never thought that I'd learn about. I really discovered what I stand for and what I believe in. And I've really met and um, discovered people who are going to be there for me in the long time, long term. And I'm so incredibly grateful for COVID at the same time. Um, you guys don't know this, so I was about to say, in case you didn't know, but you guys don't know, there's no way you would know. I tested positive for COVID um, very beginning of February this year, 2021 February. And... Um, I really was not shocked at all when I tested positive because um, the person I was exposed to is one of my best friends. She tested positive and the day before she tested positive, she spent the night in my room, in my bed. So I slept in the same bed as someone who had COVID. So I was not surprised when I tested positive, but I have been quarantined a lot throughout this school year. Pretty much the first time I was quarantined, I'm just going to pretty much explain my whole quarantine story. This is pretty much what this whole episode is. It's pretty much just a wrap up of where COVID has taken me to now. And because I'm trying to start things off with this podcast, I really don't know what my direction with this podcast is. I think it's going to be sort of an exploration one where I pretty much just talk about what's going on in my life, how I'm handling it as a teenager and how you can handle stuff like this too because in my eyes I am what you consider a normal 
teenager. I, you know, both, I'm so incredibly grateful for the life that I have. I live, um, you know, in the middle of the Midwest. I, both my parents are still together. I live in a really nice, a pretty nice house. And I, you know, have two incredibly amazing younger siblings. I pretty much have a great life that a lot of people would die for. But, you know, I think a lot of people don't realize that just because I have a so-called perfect life does not mean that your life in your brain is perfect. Because it, um, I struggle with a lot of things, um, both mentally and physically, and... I've had to overcome them, and I still struggle with a lot of it today, but I think one of the big things that's really helped me is, um, honestly, I'm so incredibly sorry. I, I really don't have a focus for this episode. It's the first ever episode, and I'm literally just blabbering about everything right now. Um, if you can't tell, I have ADD. (laughs) I have pretty, pretty severe ADD. I literally cannot focus on anything to save my life. So, if you hear crinkling or anything, it's because I'm supposed to be cleaning my room today. Um, I'm doing that at the same time as filming a podcast episode. Oh well. Great times. I'm really hoping hoping to loosen up during this podcast and not sound so stiff, because I realize my voice is trying, kind of sounding like I don't even know, but, um, so yeah, pretty much what's in front of me right now, I'm sitting on my bedroom floor, looking at an empty Mountain, Diet Mountain Dew bottle, a face mask in the package still, a $5 bill, two McDonald's gift cards, a Sonic gift card, and a mini tiny hairbrush. So, my life is essentially complete right now. Um, but yeah, so, oh my gosh, I literally have no, I'm so incredibly sorry, you probably are listening to this and probably turning it off, you probably turned it off about six and a half minutes ago, (laughs) so I'm very sorry, but, um, I pretty much want this episode to be an introductory, I want this to be, um, sort of learning about who I am and, what my plans are for this. My plans for this are... Okay, yeah, let's do that. I literally don't have anything written down about what I want this to be like. I probably should have. I used to have, like, plans for how I wanted each episode to go, and then I never filmed one or recorded one. I never did anything, and I'm... I'm organized at times, and I'm so not at the same time. Chances are I'm not even going to edit this episode at all. I'm probably not even going to cut out the things I was supposed to. I flagged them. But let me think. Okay. Here we go. Let me think. Let me think. Okay. So purpose of this podcast. Purpose of this podcast is to tell you like things that happen in my life, how I handle them, and how you can handle stuff like that too. I am a freshman in high school right now, about to be a sophomore in high school. I am literally about to turn 15 in about two days. Um... So yeah, I'm ex- not exactly an expert in anything. I do have straight A's in school, so I can help you with that, I guess. <laughs> not really, but um, I'm literally, like, I'm in high school. I I don't have a degree. I don't have 
a professionalism in anything, um, except being on TikTok for about five hours a day and reading books about seven hours a day and then sleeping for the other 12. Well, no, I go to school for about eight, so sleeping for about the other four. That's pretty much all I do in my life. But, um, yeah, so I struggle with a lot of things. I go through a lot of problems, especially with friends and um, schoolwork and stuff. And I also struggle with a lot of things. I have very severe anxiety. I've been diagnosed with depression since I was nine-ish. And um, and then I also just have ADD, which is struggle on its own, but we're pushing through every day. And, um, yeah. So, okay, now I'm gonna talk about myself, I guess. So you know who you're talking to, you know what kind of problems in my life arise, because there's so many that I genuinely have no idea how this sounds. Also, okay, (laughs) oh my gosh, nothing I ever say. Okay, talking about myself real quick. Okay, so I'm 14, almost 15 years old. My birthday is in about two-ish days. I think I've said that about seven times now. But I can't ever seem to just stick to one thing. Um, I play volleyball and softball, but I also play travel softball. So I know a lot about softball, and I know a lot about not really always having a social life and being able to go to parties and do stuff like that. Um... I'm a straight-A student, I am my school, my class's vice president, I'm on student council and yearbook, and pretty much math team, anything I can get on, because I literally have, from junior, from elementary school to junior high, I've only been focused on getting into high school, and then as soon as high school hit, I was like, I've always been focused on college, I've always wanted to go to college, and that's always been my plan, so I've known what classes in high school I need to take to get into what college, and what grades I need to get, and this, and this, and this, and this, and pretty much I have had everything planned out since I was a freshman, since I was in sixth grade, but I quickly realized that everything changes, and nothing ever sticks, because in the span of a year, my goal and my dreams have changed very quickly. So many things have changed, my views have changed, my um, people around me have changed, and my environment's changed. So nothing is really stuck the same, so my overall ideas and my goals have not stayed the same. Um, yeah. So, let me think. I guess I could probably talk about... I don't even know what you... Like, cause, ow, I'm, sorry, popped my pelvic bone, but I am doing this podcast by myself, um, you know, I don't have a co-host or anything, it's just me sitting on my bedroom floor with my phone and a tiny ASMR microphone my aunt got me for Christmas one year. (laughs) So, yeah, this is my setup, it's pretty awesome, I am my editor, producer, and everything, But, um, I think it's gonna be fun. I think this is gonna be sort of like my journal, because I know that I probably won't have as many listeners ever, but especially during the beginning, I feel like I'm just gonna be able to say what I want, and, you know, 
I've always been pretty cautious about what I say. You know, I'm not going to say anything controversial, guys. Trust me, I don't even think that way anyway. But, um, let me think. Okay, so now I'm going to be talking about COVID and how it's infected my life and stuff. Pretty much, let's just go back from the beginning because let's just start at about, like, March 2020. Um, around this time, I am also extremely into musical theater. I love musical theater, and my school was doing a production of Frozen Junior, because I was in junior high, and my eighth grade year, so, you know, the big year, the things, the year that you get all these awesome things, and everyone loves this year, and everyone so proud of you, and whatever, but, um, so I had gotten the role of Elsa in Frozen Junior, and let me tell you, I was so excited. I remember, I remember in third grade sitting, um, on one of the, like, little tubes or whatever on the playground, and, um, it was around the week that the intermediate school, or the school that hosts with the giant gym in the stage that we host the musicals at and on, um, it was production week and I remember thinking oh, I cannot wait to be in junior high and I can't wait to be in musicals and I can't wait to do this and I can't wait to do that I was so excited and I remember thinking I really really hope that we do Frozen musical because that was around the time actually I don't really know I was what I might have been in second grade when Frozen came out I think and Frozen was such a big thing you know Every little girl was Elsa for Christmas, or for Halloween, sorry. And, yeah, I was so, I was like, um, I was dead set on Frozen being one of our musicals. And I was dead set, and I was like, I'm gonna be Elsa, I'm gonna be Elsa, and I think I spoke it into the universe. I'm very, um, I believe a lot in speaking things into the earth. I speaking things into motion. I do it constantly and I feel like it works constantly and I'm constantly seeing things that I've talked about, you know, weeks before happening and I'm like, dear gosh, what is going on? Um and it's crazy to see this, you know, crazy seeing things. What am I Okay, whatever. I'm like I think it's really important to believe in the things that you want to happen because I think that they will happen. I am of the Christian religion, and I go to church almost every single Sunday, but I do believe that God has a plan for all of us, and I do believe that God will listen to your prayers if he believes that it's something that is destined to happen for you. And, um, I do believe in pushing your own fate and pushing your own destiny. I do think it's important to want to have a hand and a hold and a force into your own destiny. You know, whether other Christians and Catholics and, you know, whatever, agree with me or not, I think that's just how it is. I think that we should have a part in how our lives take place, and I think that God allows us to. I think that he sees what we want and he will help us access it if he truly thinks that that is something that should happen to us in our lives um so yeah 
I pretty much, I think, I'm pretty sure that I spoke into motion that I was going to be Elsa in my Frozen, in the Frozen musical, and that's what happened. So, you know, we were, the play date, the show date was the week before my birthday, so about this time last year, it was going to be the musical. And so it was around March 13th was our last practice date. And we all knew this is going to be our last practice. We came, we knew that that was our last day of school. We knew this was our last practice date. And um, so we were all thinking, you know, we're going to bust it out. We're going to have a really great practice today. And then in two weeks, we'll come back and everything will be fine. Everyone's going to practice at home. Everyone's going to work on it and we're all going to come back and we're just going to lead a, we're just going to start where we left off you know that was on everyone's mindset was that we're coming back in two weeks you know we're all thinking this is going to be over in two weeks who cares and um that did not happen two weeks turned into a month and a month turned into the rest of the school year and the school year the rest of the school year turned into until the next school year starts and pretty much everything was shut down everything was ended and I did not get to really finish my eighth grade year I finished my eighth grade year online um which whatever but my school didn't even do grades if you turn in work you got the points and whatever but pretty much I didn't get my Washington DC eighth grade trip I didn't get um, a regular promotion, you know, like a promotion ceremony, and I didn't get the 8th grade trip to Six Flags, you know, and I know that I shouldn't be complaining about this, because, you know, I'm in 8th grade, I was in 8th grade, whatever, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have plenty of more years to do stuff like this, and there are so many more serious things going on that somebody's 8th grade Six Flags trip is not as important as millions of people dying. And to me, at the time, I didn't see it like that. I didn't see it as, oh, people are dying, I need to stop complaining. I saw it as, you know, this sucks. You know, I'm stuck at home, and I don't get to do anything, and, you know, people... I would see on Snapchat, on people's stories, and I would see on Instagram of all these people and celebrities still going out and having fun and hanging out with their friends, and I'm at home because I realize that, you know, there's a reason that I'm at home. It's not because the government is lying to us. It's because there was a genuine, serious virus going on. Um, so yeah, I was at home. Me and my family did not break quarantine. I think... I only broke it once um, before things started to let up a little bit in the summertime and stuff like that, but I broke it once um, on my birthday, and I my friends came over, and we hung out for like five hours, and then they went home, and that was pretty much it. I did not have any people over until about June, and even then, I'm a very antisocial person. I don't talk to people for fun. I don't like to talk to people. I just don't. So it was it was hard being isolated because I like having the option to talk to people and I like having the option to hang out with people, but when I don't have that option, I sort of feel you know, like shut out and left out and everything and 
I hate that feeling. I hate knowing that things are going on and I don't even have the choice to go. Like, if, if I was some invited to something and I didn't want to go, but if I still had that possible option of being allowed to go, maybe I would. So, yeah, and pretty much nothing was, nothing was different. I literally wore the same clothes for about five days in a row, and then I'd take a shower maybe two times a week. It was really bad, but I had nowhere to go. I had nowhere to do. I couldn't see my family. I couldn't see, well, I couldn't see anyone outside of my house family, you know what I mean? And that sucked, but got over it. You live, whatever. And the first time I did not go to the grocery store at all during this whole thing, I literally did not go until maybe July. <laughs> it was only my mom and my dad who would left the house. Like, I'm being dead serious. They left to get groceries and then they'd come back. And that was it. Um. My, the first time that things really started to let up was when my competitive, my travel softball team, we started having practices again about once a week, and, and, you know, that was it. We would, we would go to tournaments that were out of state because I think our first tournament was June, the first weekend of June. And we had to go out of state because Illinois. I'm just gonna delete that later. Um, because my state would not allow any sort of athletic competition to occur. So we had to go to the surrounding states to play sports. And I remember that first tournament back was my first over the fence home run, and it was the coolest thing ever. I was so excited, but I was also scared to post something about it because I was like, what if people see that I'm out? What if people see that I'm not at home quarantining? But at the same time, I've been quarantined this whole time, you know? It's the first time I finally could see people and do something that I truly wanted to do. And I took that chance and I ran with it. I was like, okay, of course. And then we started having tournaments almost every single weekend because that was all I had, you know? Sapo was all I had at this time. I didn't have, I didn't have another sport, I didn't have, um, school, I didn't have, church wasn't even going on, church was all online, so I had nothing except for softball, which I'm so grateful I had something, you know, if I had absolutely nothing, I think I'd be screwed over, because I would not know what to do with my time, so, um, after that, I can't, uh, around July, high school volleyball conditioning and workouts started and I was really nervous at first because you know it's my first year of high school volleyball I'm nervous to see how it's gonna work with COVID I'm nervous to see how conditioning's gonna go because I absolutely hate working out but I love the feeling of it I hate getting sweaty that's my big thing I hate getting sweaty like I'm fine with working out but I hate getting sweaty so I just don't like being sticky and gross it's just my big thing I don't know why so, yeah, but, uh, high school volleyball stuff started, and then there was also the question of what are we going to do for school? There were so many surrounding schools that were going to stay remote, and they were going to be online the first semester. They did as big as first semester, and that was just their solid plan, was we're going to be online the entire semester. Granted, these were also the bigger schools that um, 
pretty much their perimeters were all around the large city closest to me. But the smaller schools around me, my school is fairly small. The entire high school is about 400 people, so about 100 per class. And so to me, it's a lot, but compared to some of my other friends who have about, I have a friend who was about two hours away from me and her entire school is about 4,000 people. My granddad's graduating class when he was younger was 1,000 people. I'm not even joking. No, it was 400. Sorry, that was a really big difference. I don't know why. <laughs> um, yeah, it was 400 people, which is, like, crazy because the size of my entire high school is the size of his graduating class. Um... He said he started with, like, about 500, and then 90 dropped out or died, and, yeah. But, um, so yeah, schools all around us had so many different plans. Some were gonna be two days online, two days in school, one day flip-flop between the two. And then there was block schedules, or A, B, B, A, you know. My school, fairly simple, we just did four days, at the beginning we did five days five days in person, you had the option to be remote, a lot of people took that option, five days in person, and then, um, our hours would be shorted, so usually we would get out at 3.08 in a normal year, and this year we got out about 2.15, which I'm fairly good for, because that meant my class period's 38 minutes instead of 45, so that seven minutes saved me some time, <laughs> and, um, then eventually we realized, like, after our first case, our first positive in the school is around October, we realized, like, maybe five days isn't good, so we dropped down to four days in person, and Fridays would be online remote for the entire school. And honestly, I liked the four days. I liked having that one day of school just online, so I could catch up with things, and I didn't really have to do my schoolwork at the time, because my teachers would assign it. To be due on Monday morning, so I had the entire weekend to do my homework most of the time, which I'm very grateful for because I don't always like doing homework at that time. I'm never really motivated at home. That's why virtual learning in eighth grade was so hard for me because I'm so badly unmotivated most of the time. Like, if you're telling me to do schoolwork, I don't want to do it. I just don't. If I have a choice, I'm going to choose the latter that's not doing the schoolwork. And I know that's bad, and I know that sounds bad, but it's just how my mind works. I genuinely hate doing schoolwork, but I do it to get it done, and I still have straight A's, so whatever, you know? It's pick and choose. <laughs> um, so let me think. Where are we at now? Uh, okay, so school starting. First major case. Turns out it was a false negative, or false positive. So kind of a scare for everyone. We went two weeks remote just trying to clean up this they did like a total um gas cleanage whatever they like did cleaning bombs or something all throughout the school to like rid it of the covid germs i guess that weren't even there and then about a month-ish later maybe um there was a junior his mom got married and this junior had a bunch of his friends come and one of the friends was positive and didn't know until after the wedding so that knocked out the entire school once again for two weeks um that was pretty crazy but then eventually we got a hold on things and not really um because 
um, this was the first time, November, the first week of November was the first time that I was quarantined by myself. Well, not that I was personally quarantined. One of my classmates tested positive, so I was then quarantined because of contact, um, yeah, whatever, contact, can't think of a word, it's contact something, contact tracing. So, since I sat next to him, I was quarantined for two weeks. Um, and I was like, are you kidding me? I hated being quarantined so much because it's not even like the whole school's remote. It's just me remote, you know? So, it's hard to do my work when I know that everyone else is inside, in person, with their friends, and I'm at home by myself. So, that happened. And then, my dad had tested positive. And I was like, are you joking? Because there was no break. It was the two weeks that I was quarantined from the kid at school, and then my dad tested positive, and I was two more weeks on top. And then my mom, she was like, you know, I'm feeling like I'm probably going to be positive. So my mom got tested. She tested positive. So then all three of us kids got tested, and all three of us were negative, and that is, like, the biggest question mark to me. I have no idea how that happens, how... Two out of the five test positive. The two biggest people, the parents, test positive and none of the kids test positive. Something just doesn't add up to me about that, but oh well. So, yes, so I was quarantined even more because of that. And I was about to be quarantined even longer. I was literally going to be quarantined forever, it seemed like, because nobody in my family seemed... Yeah, so... Um... I finally got out of quarantine. I literally had a month and a half quarantine. I'm not even joking you. I went from November 5th was, no, November 7th was when I got the call saying I was quarantined. And the time I got out was, I think, December 19th. I'm not even joking you. That is how long my quarantine was. It was a month and about 12 days. And it, like, infuriates me how I could go that long in a quarantine, not have a single symptom, and not get out. You know, I tested negative. You know, it's just the way the world was in November 2020. Who cares? You know, <laughs> thankfully it's over. But, um, yes, I got back in school in time for, I was in school for about two days. And then, um, the school went remote for finals and then it was winter break. So winter break and, um, you know, literally winter break was so hard for me because usually that means I get to see my family at my grandmother's house for Christmas and I get to hug them and see them and I didn't get to do that and it sucked on so many levels because I love Christmas because I get to see my family. I get to see my family who lives three hours away and then I get to see my family who lives five hours away and not getting to do that is so hard. I remember Easter you know, we did Zoom. We did Zoom Easter, and it was, like, the biggest slap in the face. It was, I was so excited. I was like, oh, we're gonna break quarantine and go see our family, right? And they're like, no. Because I, you know, that's, my family, we didn't care as much. We're not germaphobes, you know what I mean? But, you know, my other family is very conscious and stuff, but, you know. So, Christmas was hard. We didn't get to see them. It was just us and our grandparents, and my grandparents didn't care as much, so it was just us five, six, seven, seven of us. And to me, that was, it was hard, but, you know, we made the most out of it, which I'm very grateful for that we even got to do something. Um, after winter break, 
we didn't go in person. We had a week of remote, and then we didn't go in person until about January 11th, I think. I have no idea what day that is. I think, for some reason, that's the date that comes to mind. So, January 11th, maybe, was the first day back at school, and then I, then I had a softball tournament January, the end of January. And then after the softball tournament, I go to school on Monday, and my friend texts me, I just tested positive. And I'm like, what? I was like, what? I was, so pretty much in the mornings, let me just clarify this real quick, pretty much in the mornings, my aunt picks me up about 7.25ish and takes me to school because she works at my school. She takes me and my sister to school along with her kids, and we all just sit in her room until first bell pretty much so we sit in there for about like 30-ish minutes and hang out and Monday morning I was sitting in her room and I had about 15 minutes till first bell so I was just sitting there she texts me I just test positive and I'm like what I'm thinking she's joking and I'm like you need to tell me if this is a joke because I'm gonna have to go home and she's like I'm not joking and I'm like oh my gosh and I text my dad I'm like blah 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 just tested positive just tested positive and I'm like freaking out this girl plays on my softball team this girl was with me all weekend for the tournament and she's one of my best friends and she and another girl spent the night in my house in my bed because they lived farther away from when the tournament was and I lived closer so they just spent the night with me and I took them there she spent the night in my bed and she tested positive and I was like oh my god like there's no way out of this I'm gonna have to quarantine like it's not like one of those things where oh whatever like I'm gonna have to quarantine they hung out in my house with no mask on you know what I mean so I text my dad and he's like oh great and he calls my school nurse and my dad works in the building not in the building he works in the district as well he's an elementary school principal and you know, so he has connections, whatever, and he texts her, and he's like, um, Carly's friend just tested positive, and she was with her all weekend, and blah, so I get sent down to the office, and my dad comes, picks me up, drops me off at home, and I am just, like, great, and I'm, for something, I'm gonna be fine, you know, whatever, I'm like, I should be fine, and then the next day, I get hit like a truck, I am absolutely destroyed, like, my body hates me and I I feel sicker than a dog like I've never felt so sick in my life I was literally like I couldn't move my head because it felt so heavy my nose was so heavy I couldn't stop coughing it was it was really bad so my parents they wanted to do something so that nobody would in my family would get quarantined in case I did test positive because at this point I was like there's no way I'm not gonna be positive I might as well just test you know so, pretty much, my grandparents live in the area, kind of. They live about 15 minutes away, so my mother and me decided to stay at my grandparents' house, and I was pretty much locked up in one of their guest rooms. They weren't there. They have another place up about near, sh- near um, about three hours away. So, you know, we stayed in their house, and then I get tested, test positive. That pretty much quarantines everyone, so everyone in my family and since I was only at school for about 10 minutes I did not quarantine anyone pretty much 
like literally I didn't sit by anyone so none of my classmates got quarantined which is kind of nice so yeah and um so I test positive I go back to the my grandparents house and my siblings they're you know they have to stay at my house so they're still out there my dad and my siblings are staying at my house and then my dad gets really sick he's sicker than he was the first time he tested positive so he and my mom switch he stays here with me he goes and gets tested he's tested positive two times and they pretty much tell you after you test positive you have about a 90 day window that you won't test positive again you can't tell but i'm holding up air quotes and that's been broken so many times so many people have tested positive and they're between their 90 days you know so my dad was one of them <laughs> pretty much and so he and i hung out at my grandparents house and we got pretty close watched a lot of tv that's literally all we could do was watch tv and do schoolwork and it sucked like we couldn't go anywhere we couldn't just gonna go to the grocery store we couldn't go get food you know so sometimes my mom would drop off food for us which is kind of nice um and then my siblings got really sick actually they weren't that sick they had like mild coughs so my mom's like oh well and they get tested sure enough they test positive so um everyone in my family has been positive at one point my mother was the only one who did not test positive throughout this whole second experience which is kind of crazy but oh well so yes all five of us were positive i finally me and my dad finally came home because it's like nobody else can get it so might as well go home and so yeah we just hung out <laughs> for two weeks and then we came back to school and yeah pretty much everything was pretty normal oh i never really explained things but sports in my state pretty much got screwed on so many levels for school sports volleyball had been knocked in the face about five times like we were supposed to start in october and then we weren't and then our schedule originally started at the end of March. No, it was supposed to be in the middle of March. Um, and then one of our volleyball players tested... Well, no, our seniors tested positive, And that knocked out the whole varsity. It didn't knock out JV because um, JV and varsity don't really practice together. So it knocked out the whole varsity. And then a freshman tests positive, and so that knocks out a ton of people. And then... Some more freshmen, a teacher, another teacher, every it seemed like everyone tested positive. So then everyone got quarantined. And let me tell you, this whole week of school, when everyone got quarantined, it was crazy. It was the week before spring break. It was the week before spring break too. So um, all these people were getting quarantined. And I'm not even joking you. My smallest class had two people. It was me and another girl. And my smallest class and my biggest class had 10 people. And normally that's a class with like 30 people. So seeing these numbers, it was literally a ghost town. It was crazy and so weird. And it was kind of cool. Like, but at the same time, I had fear of missing out because I was like, I want to get quarantined. But at the same time, I was like, absolutely no, I don't. But because I was in my 90 day block, I did not get quarantined. I would have technically gotten quarantined like seven times from all these people because I was in contact with them and I was sat next to them and blah, blah, blah. So yeah, I should have been quarantined like five times, but I was saved for my 90 days, so that's, sometimes it is better to test positive than to not, sometimes because 
with that 90, that positive on my back, I pretty much was guaranteed not to get quarantined for anything else. So it's kind of nice, kind of nice at the same time. So, but um, yeah. So where am I at now? Everyone gets quarantined, and then it's spring break. Come back, and things are normal. Things are fine, and. Then we have our volleyball season. We play literally so the our first two weeks get knocked out because because all the kids are quarantined. And then we have a week of games, and then we play a team that one of the girls tested positive, but on the JV team, so that knocks out our JV team. So I'm the only JV player who did not get quarantined because of my 90 days. So I become the varsity manager. They play for two weeks. Then JV comes back for two games. We play our last two games, and then volleyball's over. And then while volleyball's still going on, the last week of volleyball, softball had started at the same time. So I was going to volleyball and softball practices at the same time. And now softball's going on right now, currently. And yeah, so that's pretty much where we're at now. It feels like so much has happened, but at the same time, it feels like a month ago was March 2020. And it feels like we're just in this never-ending time bomb. It feels like everything happens and nothing, you know, nothing happened at the same time. Oh my gosh, I completely forgot to talk about the whole um, June stuff with, or March, what was it? It was May 25th? May 31st, I think it was May 25th, was George Floyd's death, and that took a major toll on a lot of people. It really did. You know, at first I didn't really know what was going on. All I really knew was from what I read on Twitter. And then I really started to do some research, and it absolutely enraged me seeing all this stuff and seeing all the inconsiderate people who were saying, oh, he deserved it, and blah, 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 and I was was so angry and upset and just mad, and then about maybe a week ago, I don't really know for sure what day it was, but about a week ago, Derek Chauvin, Chauvin, I don't care, I don't care how you pronounce his name, he doesn't deserve to have his name pronounced right, you know, um, he was, um, pronounced guilty. For the death of George Floyd. And I think a lot of people are really like shocked a lot of people. I think it really did. Unfortunately, it shocked a lot of people. A lot of people didn't expect it to end like this. A lot of people expected him to get away, you know, clean. And I am so glad that he was convicted guilty, but I feel like this is not really going to do much. I don't think it's really going to change things, unfortunately. I think it might be a little stop, and people might see it, but I don't think it's going to change anything, because the way that... The way that things have been going on is just hard to watch, and hard to see, and hard to know that you live in this world, in not that I'm too young, but just the fact that I have no voice. I have no means of changing anything. As much as I want to, as much as I donate, as much as I sign 
petitions and stuff. I have no actual way of helping. And it's hard to look at things and see it and not, you know, be able to do something. It sucks and it's hard. But, you know, I'm just going to keep pushing and I'm going to, I'm going to try and do stuff as much as I can and bring awareness to things. But I, I hate saying that, but I can only do so much. You know, if I could drive and if I had more money and I had a credit card and whatever, maybe I could do more, but I can't. So... Currently, it's May 1st, 2021, first month of, first day of May, and the way that the world has changed and shifted in the span of, let's see, it'll be a month, it'll be a year and two months in about two weeks-ish, that's crazy, you know, it's been 14 months and just everything that's happened is just unbelievable but you know we're all set a time about a month ago the vaccines were made accessed or accessible to so many people both of my parents um since my dad was tested positive in february he was not allowed to get the vaccine right away so he got his first shot yesterday actually my mom is completely vaccinated most people in my family I'm so thankful are actually fully vaccinated and so great because for Easter this year we got to see each other and we got to hug each other and it was just the greatest thing ever I get to see my family and seen years or not years why am I so dramatic but in forever and it was just like a huge relief you know I'm not um, allowed, I'm not able to get the vaccine yet, um, because of my age, but as soon as they make it accessible to 15 and up, I'm gonna get it. As much as I hate shots, I absolutely despise them, I can't do shots, I hate them so much, but if this vaccine is going to help me get to do things normally, get to do more stuff, then I'm for sure gonna take it, you know? I'll suck it up and I'll get that shot and yeah um I really don't know what else to say I'm getting close to my cutoff time for an episode so yeah pretty much I don't know I think I'm pretty much gonna end it here I just wanted to sort of do a recap of what this year has meant to me and I probably missed so much stuff I probably really have but oh well, you know, this was just the stuff that came to my mind now, so that must mean that it's the most important stuff right now. Um, I don't really know about a schedule for episodes or anything. I might do, like, one a week. I'll try. Or maybe I'll just do one whenever I feel like there's something big to talk about. Um, but yes, that's pretty much it for today's episode. Um, yeah, I don't really know what else to say. I'm pretty sorry about that, and I'm just cutting you off now. But I think I've caught up you up since March 2020 to now. I think I've caught up pretty well. I didn't really do as much as global topics. I did more of what was going on now. I should probably do one of global topics, but 
I just, I can't think right now. I'm trying to do stuff that's, you know, see it through eyes of someone who's lost things. And, you know, I've lost a lot of people throughout these 14 months. And it's hard. I've lost a really close family friend who fought so hard against pancreatic cancer and it was the hardest fight I've ever seen and when he you know left us it was so incredibly hard and then Alex Trebek died in about in around November and that was so hard to take as well because I was such not a big Jeopardy fan and he had the same cancer as the family friend who had passed away and it was like you know it was hard, you know, to see that, and then I just remember, like, bawling my eyes out when I saw out about Alex, and, yeah, and then I lost, um, a great uncle about two months ago to another cancer, so, cancer sucks, cancer, fuck you, I hate you, um, hate cancer and I hate everything that you know kills people so <laughs> yeah this is pretty much the end of the episode I just want to thank you for listening if you're even still here I'm sorry if I ramble I probably talked about so many different topics around this whole thing and I'm genuinely so sorry about that there's probably a lot of dead space and dead pauses somewhere because I just tried to think of what I was even talking about five seconds ago But I want to thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed. I hope I made you not completely bored out of your mind. And, yeah, have a great day. The next time you'll be listening to me, it'll be past my birthday probably. So, I'll be 15, and you can listen to the ideas of a 15-year-old, which is probably really appealing. So, I hope you guys have a great day. Have a great night, have a great week, have a great month, whatever it may be. Um, Go spread some positivity and be a light in someone else's life. Bye, guys.